0: And we're back. We're back. We're back with another streaming service supplying you with the funny. My Movies Plus. Check out My Movies Plus. They just picked up a summertime drug and they're hitting you with 15% off. Over 15% off. Excuse me. Even better. Over 15% off on your first year subscription if you check out with Lewis C, all one word, L O U I S, the letter C. Save over 15% off on a brand new streaming service. Guys, there's movies you've never seen. It's uncensored. It's unbiased. They have zero agendas. They just want to give you good flicks. That's why they picked up my comedy special, A Summertime Drug. If you haven't already seen it, go check this out on mymoviesplus.com. Hey, guys, if you don't already know, you should know by now. If you're a fan of this show and you tune in weekly or biweekly, or if you're by tuning in weekly, whatever the case may be, you should already know about Southern Utah's premier screen printing company called Pulse Merch. Go to PulseMerch.com. If you need any type of ordering for any type of event, they will have you covered. It's American apparel, all screen printed by Americans. So none of that cheap stuff that you're used to ordering off of Amazon or wherever you shop for bulk items. Stop doing it. Stop buying those cheap black and white t-shirts and then buying stickers and printing them on yourself with irons. That's weird. Go to PulseMerch.com. Check out the site. If you're interested, fill out a quote. They'll get back to you and figure it all out. And before you know it, they'll ship out your order. Uh, Upon checkout, let them know that I sent you. I'm not saying you'll get a discount, but I'm saying it would help me help you. So that's what I'm here to do, guys. I'm helping you help me helping you. That's what's happening in this vicious circle that we're living in. Go to pulsemerch.com and check out all the goods that they offer. Life low life low. Life low. to get my hustle on life that me weak, so i had to put some muscle on, on. and i may blow a check steal yeah. you see who with you when the shit start to get real Damn. when that shit fade to black blue 20 this month finna to make it all back hey, welcome 20. back guys thanks for coming back uh, if it's your first time here make sure you follow and subscribe and uh like everything that you see like everything okay um uh, what up y'all i uh, <laughs> So like, the people have spoken, okay? Oh, and before I get started, let's go ahead and give a round of applause to the podcast guest. That's not a guest that makes an appearance every now and then, who never makes an appearance on camera. And that is okay, guys. That's okay. Um, round of applause. <laughs> I, uh, Yeah, I did give you the small one. I did give you the small one. If you want to be a smart ass about it, I can give you even a smaller one. There you go. Anyways, uh, fun stuff's happening. Man, getting ready to hit the road. And um, you know what the cool thing is? Is making connections in major market cities. And then what else is cool is that those connections already have like major market connections and wider. That when they host shows and they throw shows in general, they often invite not to like guest spot or or feature or headline but just like invite regularly just casually rather to people that are a lot bigger than me in this position and uh they live there and you end up seeing that they're coming so that's really exciting stuff for me and uh round of applause for me dude round of applause for me yeah Cause uh, I'm having fun doing it and a lot of people are hating on it and that's not my problem. That's their problem. Um, <laughs> I felt kind of bad when I ended the podcast, the last one, cause I was like, what a shit show, dude. And then I had to struggle to find anything to put up on the internet to show people that another episode came out. What a shit show. So I just kind of felt bad. So I figured, um, this one, you know, I didn't figure I'm just hoping fuck a figure Oops, I dropped an f bomb two and a half minutes in. Dang. Dang. You know the thing is, is that Spotify doesn't care. YouTube will definitely uh, track every move I make, and they have, they have. They've been like, okay, so when I before I, before the shadow band, when I would post like a short or even a full length video to my YouTube channel at the Life of Lou podcast, if you don't already subscribe to it, go subscribe to it. Um, it would be like instant. It would be like a few views, and then overnight, all the views would come in, and then like the next day, even more would come in. And then shorts would be like instant, within the hour, like Ks and Ks on top of Ks of views. Um, that means thousands. And then I got shadow banned, and I was posting shit, and it was like just me and my personal We C. Comedy page only views it was getting it was not pumping out into the ether it was not going anywhere for any regular people to see and i knew that because i would check like every hour on the hour i'm like just one more view just to let me know it did go somewhere it's just not like they just didn't give a shit about it like just tell me something show me something and nothing happened and then i took a kind of a chill out break from youtube i didn't post like regularly, like I would, I post, you know, promo clips and whatever, this, that, and the other, and then the episode's out and it's all together. It's all in one fell swoop. I put out like maybe four episodes and didn't put anything on YouTube about it. I took down all of the videos that were shadow banned and, and, um, well, yeah, just, just basically the ones that are shadow banned, I think. And I chilled, I didn't post anything. Then I was like, it's been a few weeks. Let me try and upload a clip that I felt was like more internet-friendly. I don't remember what it was. I think it might have been like Aliens or something. And I saw like 40 views come in. And I was like, oh, dang, here we go. We're back, baby. And then it stopped. And I was like, oh, maybe we're not back. So then I took it down and I waited for a certain time of the night and I uploaded it and it got twice as many as it did the first time I got like 80 something views on it. You can go to the YouTube and check You can see the video I'm talking about. It's got like 80, maybe 90 views on it on the shorts. And then I was like, okay, we're kind of back. They're kind of like they started us way at the bottom and they're like, go ahead and see how long it takes for you to screw up. So, I waited I think I put out like an episode I didn't upload it to YouTube or maybe I uploaded it and I hit it and then I didn't do any shorts and I let Spotify do its thing and Spotify started generating a bunch of numbers because people would go to the YouTube and probably see that it was blank or only had like old stuff so they're like okay let's go to Spotify and then the whole full length videos there because they don't care they don't care I bet I could show some shit on this show and not upload it to youtube and just send it to spotify i bet i could get away with showing you guys some like only leaked stuff <laughs> like, i don't know i bet i could get away with showing you guys like faces of death or something and a lot of you young people listening don't know what faces of death is it's basically um like a more graphic world star but it was only geared towards terrorist stoning people to death and beheading them in the streets and monkeys eating human brains straight out of their skull, scalping them and everything that was faces of death. That's what we had when I was growing up for our entertainment. That's what, that's what we had. We had DSL, which is, um, dick sucking lips. (laughs) Uh, it's the it's the internet that you plug into like your phone or, or, yeah, like your phone receiver and then your phone's a landline. Like it was, is that what it's called? DSL? I'm pretty sure. Or DLS? I don't know. I have no idea now. Now that I said both, now I'm confused on which one it was. Serious. I'm so serious. I thought it was DSL. I'm pretty sure still. I was 100% and then I said DLS and for some reason maybe it just sounds better than dsl dls now you know i was a hundred percent a hundred percent confident in dsl in dial up now i'm like maybe 60 percent confident since i said dls i don't know uh which one it is anymore i guess i mean you got a phone in your hand you can look it up um i bet i'm faster though i uh what was i saying oh yeah um Uh, let's see. Hold on. I want to see this first. Yep. DSL. I was right. You're so slow. You're so slow. Um, so then I, I uploaded, uh, so I waited and then I uploaded a short to YouTube rather than the full length video and it went ping had more views than before I was shadow banned. That was so funny to me. And I was like, let's try a full length video ping right back up to normal like i'm like okay and you know my numbers when i talk about them they're not that high but for what this is pretty good not bad doing okay doing okay it's okay it's okay around here i wonder if faces of death now even (laughs) even uh is that what you're looking at too did you find it that's what you're looking at instead of checking if dsl was a thing Um, DSL is two things. DSL is old school dial up internet and girls that have big old plushy lips that like to put them on pipes. Um, yeah, that's a, yeah, they have like VHSs or probably, (laughs) I remember, dang dude, they were already so deep. I remember the 95 one. Yeah. I don't remember any of the beginning, any of the, well, obviously 1978 was when the first one came out. And then 81, 85, which was the year I was born, if that tells you anything. They put out Faces of Death. Let's look at this one on the year I was born. Um, oh, my goodness, dude. They have little clips of it. We're definitely not doing this. This stuff used to scare me as a kid. I don't even know if it's real. Is it real? Is Faces of Death real? Or is that just like a really good directed, low budget thing that just took off? I wanna know, but number five, I think it's number five or six. Two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Learn how to count Lou. One, two, three, four, five. It's number six, but it says five. V is five, right? v is also two things v is five and v is for vendetta and you can go ahead and turn the show off if you hate me for that because i i feel like doing the same thing too yeah i remember uh i think that's the one i don't know i think i might have been shown a few of them but that's the one i do remember mostly um i'm pretty sure there was like a dude and he's just like sitting there mind his own business you know it's like imagine this with me okay there's just a dude Just like any dude. Just imagine any dude. And it doesn't matter. You got the dude in your head? Okay. So, um, it's definitely Big Lebowski dude. (laughs) So, he's, he's sitting there minding his own business, right? And then, like, the camera is basically like a frame like you're seeing right now. Let's just say that. Just a dude in a frame that you're seeing right now. And... The camera pans up about two feet above the dude's head, and there's like a chimpanzee just hanging out behind this dude. And then I want to say, I vaguely remember this, so I might be making this part up. The chimpanzee just decides to start scalping this dude, and then he ends up like breaking through his skull and getting into his brain. And he's sitting there casually eating like how silverback gorillas like sit crisscross applesauce just eating a uh, well i guess all monkeys do it but casually sitting there crisscross applesauce behind this dude just eating his brain what that is so weird dude that's the shit that i used to grow up with and uh we had two things when i was a kid we had um faces of death obviously and we had uh outside that's what we had we had two things growing up as a kid where i'm from i don't know where you're from it might be different for you uh where you grew up but where i grew up we had two things we had dsl and we had outside because no one's gonna sit inside for an hour and look at one thing on the internet and it's not because you're so into it and you're so involved in looking at this one subject, but it's because that's how long it takes for the computer to load up. So we chose outside. We would play outside. That's probably a foreign word to a lot of you kids is outside. Oh, no, dude, I go outside all the time and, and I send off hate tweets. That's not it. No, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. I go outside all the time. No, you don't. You go outside uh, going to and from home to car. And while you're in the car, you're on your phone. Okay? We had outside playtime. I remember as a kid, my na- my next-door neighbor, Estevan, I remember him. I don't remember his last name, so it doesn't matter. Try to look him up. Uh, Estevan lived like three doors down, which three doors down is also two things. Three doors down is where Estevan lived, where I was growing up. And that's right. A kick-ass band, if you were lost there. Come on. This is comedy, guys. Keep up. He ended up getting a treehouse because his parents were doing okie-dokie. And I think he might have had one of the bigger backyards. Mm, No, that's not true. I think all the backyards were basically the same size. It's just everyone had something different. Like, my backyard had a shed that was converted into... A studio apartment without any kind of I want to say electricity and gas or water it was just I think it was like a shed and then it turned into a play house for the kids but I mean in the Bay Area in August no one's going inside of a wooden shed to play not this kid I fried my brain other ways growing up I definitely fried my brain doing other things instead of playing in that hot ass shed with my older sisters. But then after the playhouse, it was converted into a, um, shoot, man, this thing must've been like seven, maybe eight feet wide and like 13 deep or maybe opposite, like 13 feet wide and like, Eight feet deep you know and my older sister lived in that and she was working and I think she saved up money to get the f out and I think that's how that happened I think how my sister got on her feet was she ended up living in a shack in my parents backyard in their house that they had it wasn't my house, obviously. I didn't own a house as a child. Um, if I did, you, I would be like Maximillionaire. That's what I would be like. I'd be like uh, Macaulay Culkin when he owned a helicopter, and he would only invite his friends over to show him his cool shit. You know, Richie Rich was a dope-ass flick. Richie Rich was awesome because that was so inspiring as a kid. You could just be like, I want to be that as a kid. Because, you know, kids do that shit. They're just like, they see something on TV, and they go, I want to be that. And then they try to grow up to be that. And then they end up growing up to be like a garbage man or something. And they're like, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to be Richie Rich. But that was really inspiring as a kid. That was super inspiring. I was like, dude, I know that kid was born into money, but dude, that kid was just balling. I think he had a go-kart track in his house. Goals. Goals for sure. I think I tweeted out not too long ago, I said, as soon as I get a, bunch of money i'm buying a bunch of go-karts and i'm inviting over my two friends and we're just gonna ride go-karts wherever we want it's gonna be awesome we'll film it so you guys can see and get fomo because fomo is a thing fomo is a thing apparently do you guys know that fear of missing out on something uh is something people do (laughs) it is I don't, I'm trying to think if I've ever had FOMO, like legit ass. There's been times where I've seen a group of my friends, like take off somewhere and, uh, not invite me to go because that was basically how my group of friends went as a, as a young adult growing up. I remember my group of friends always going out without me. (laughs) I don't know. Um, but I remember seeing them go places and I'm like, dude. I fucking missed out, but the whole time wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe it's happening right now. Imagine being a hardcore Swifty and not being able to afford ERA's tour tickets. Oh, the pain in your heart, the the pain in my heart. Could you imagine being such a big fan of something that it consumes your life and then you can't even afford to go experience it (laughs) oh my god i guess that would be the same as sports because uh well no i've been able to afford a world series but imagine like your team goes to the super bowl in your city or close to your city oh even worse and you're like oh my god my team made it to the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl's in fucking uh uh Peora, Illinois. I don't know where team football teams are from. I don't know. I could have probably said Texas or something. But I was trying to be clever and, like, unique, you know? I was just trying to be unique about it, guys. Sorry. I don't know if there's a Peora football team. Is there a – well, I mean, Chicago, Illinois, the Bears – Dope (laughs) Bears, as I think out loud, that's how my brain operates. You guys see that just now? That's how my brain operates. Say something clever. Pure. (laughs) Say something funny. Uh, pure Illinois football team. Oh, wait. No. Illinois, that's Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. Dope Bears. That's literally how my brain operates normally. If you're ever looking at me in person, like we out or something, and you look at me and I'm just like off in the distance or staring at at the cracks in the ground getting bigger or whatever, I'm literally that's what my brain does. It's like derpa derpa derp a derp a derp derp a bears. That's my brain all on on e all the time because I'm always just so tired. <laughs> wow, that was fucked. Jesus, dude. Jesus. I don't know. I mean, there's been concerts that have come through that I haven't been able to afford. I mean, not really like haven't been able to afford because it's pretty easy to just like huck a couple hundred bucks at something, you know? (laughs) But do you though, like, do you really want to? Like if you see your favorite band come through a big venue and you're like, damn, tickets are 150 bucks. And then you, you know, have to decide. Is it, I mean, is that something really... I mean, if you got it, you got it. If you got that dough, you got that dough, baby. Do you. Make that money, boo-boo. And, and spend it on on bands. I was talking, actually, to you over there uh, about how um, the killers are coming into town. And other people were like, yo, the killers are coming into town. And I was like, okay, let me look at the tickets. And then I looked at the tickets. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. This is not. No. And then there's no floor available anymore like all the ga's all gone so now you got to pick a silly seat and then like sneak over a barricade at some point when the lights go completely black but yeah i was i was telling i was telling you and i was telling a few other people um i was like the killers are like 235 something dollars for just stupid faraway seats like what is this what is this I mean, just because Taylor Swift is charging $500 for nosebleeds, you know, you do the math on how close you want to get. doesn't mean everyone should be doing that because what's going to happen is that you're going to break your fans. You're going to literally break your fans. I swear, if I ever get any kind of big, all my show tickets will always be under, you know, um, at least, well... Depending on like where you're trying to see me though, because I feel like you're paying for an experience sometimes. you know what I mean so like if you saw me at a fancy venue, I feel like you're paying partly to be at the fancy venue and then partly to see me and those two parts shouldn't ever be under you know like probably two hundred and eighty dollars let's say 280 a ticket <laughs> no, like forty. Like I'm going to always try always forever to keep everything I do under $40 because that's just so ridiculous to be like, I'm going to a comedy show and you're like, oh shit, let me look at tickets. And then plus two fees and not included check out, you're at like 112 fucking $1,000, I don't fucking know what I'm trying to say. I just feel like tickets are very expensive for no damn reason uh come see me on the road buy these tickets um i'm gonna be in vegas guys twice in the same weekend but in between i have to go to san diego which is kind of a conundrum because i didn't plan these two vegas shows what's happening excuse me while i clear my throat what's happened not what's happening what's been happening is in the beginning of the year I booked the, it's not a tour tour and I don't think I have an original flyer with just, well, I might actually let me find that in in post edit. And if it's up, it's up. If not, that means I've probably deleted it because what's been happening is I had initial dates, like just a few, you know, I think I had, I moved in January, so I didn't do any shows in January. And then that's the month that I decided this is the year that I just showcased myself. I'm not even going to do open mics. I don't want to do it. I just want to be like fresh and anxious and ready and not get so involved in like all these just mucky up, mucked up comedian comedians around here. Um, That's what people do when they see me online. They go, oh, here comes another comedian. Yeah, here comes an actual comedian. Yeah. Um, I, uh, moved in January and then in February I had all the way until October booked. And when I tell you let's, that, that was only like, basically it broke down to one show a month, but they were decent shows. It wasn't no open Mikey bullshit. It was either I was headlining or I was featuring somewhere in a major market. That's basically what I wanted to do. Just major markets. I wanted different crowds that are very stingy about comedy because I feel I'm the same way when I go and when I watch on TV and stuff. I'm very judgy. I'm stingy with laughs. And I wanted to get in to all of those rooms because I needed to see if I was funny. And then what happened was here comes word of mouth. Here comes people going to my page more frequently than they never, you know, before did. And they're seeing what I'm doing. And they're like, what are you doing on this date? And I'm like, okay, I'll come do that. And then what happens is that people start seeing who book shows and a part of venues and stuff. They start seeing you post. And then your shows went from like five. And it was like one a month. And then all of a sudden, now you have seven. And then the clips are showing crowds in front of you. and And then they're like, okay... Let's wait and see if this is just going to be it. And then they post again. Like I posted again with more, like just more and more accumulated. And now it is um, like a free for all on me. So basically what happened was I posted, I'm going to San Diego. And then I hit up my new friend Johnny down there. And I was like, hey, I might want to pop into your open mic the night before I'm in San Diego. Just to like hang out with you guys and i'll do like five minutes whatever of like probably crowd work would probably be the smartest thing to do if there was a crowd and i told him like i don't even i don't even care if i get up. i'm coming through that way anyways let's just like hang out i'll watch you drink a beer and he was like how about you go to my friend and he puts you up in a real room and then you know handles you that way and I was like, well, I guess, yeah. And then I was like, okay, so I'm going to be coming back Sunday. And then I'm telling him, like, "I let's just hang out. And he was like, or or, you could go to the Sunday room and get a feature and do that in front of a crowd. And I was like, dude, people are just like, it's a free-for-all. People want me to to go out and do shows where they're, living close by and if they're comics in their cities because i feel like the only market that doesn't fuck with me is the one i live in because i've gone all up and down the west coast all year and all of them have had a good time with me so i really i mean i think the city really needs to look deep inside themselves and figure out the problem and that's going to be your problem not mine your problem not mine I get asked all the time, when can I come see you in Reno? Never, because there's no shows in Reno. Like, shows. There's no real shows, okay? There's people putting together showcases of the open micers that if you've gone to an open mic, you've seen them. You've seen them. You could wait a year and and then see their name again and go, okay, let me go check this out again. Same. It's not going to feel any different. It's not different. It never gets different. There's only like, two people and i plucked them that actually get different and one's on the road with me (laughs) or rather i should say i'm on the road with him but it's just wild dude this year is wild um two days in san diego on my way to san or in in vegas rather on my way to san diego I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm going to do a show. I'm going to go to San Diego. I'm going to do the show. I'm going to come back through Vegas and do another show. And then I come back up and then I got a dude. This is so crazy. I'm going back to the utter place in Turlock. I was there two years ago, I think with Mikey Winfield and that place packed out. And that was a good ass time. I know a lot of people out there. I really hope that they come back. I mean, I put limited seats on that venue The venue, so this is another thing. I have, me and Mel have Bakersfield, right? October 14th. We have Bakersfield, 8 p.m. We have Bakersfield at the Laughing Stock Comedy Club, okay? I posted that. A venue on the way was like, also, I mean, I have an in because I used to work there too. I used to sound engineer all their like local band stuff. But on the way, they're like, why don't you just do it on this day? And then... Just the other day, I got hit up, and from the venue, and they're like, "Yo, uh, we have a band coming in after you, but it looks like we might have to just cancel you." And I was like, "That's not going to happen. Like, that's not going to happen. Load your shit up on stage. We're gonna stand in front of it, and then guess what? If I'm headlining, because me and Mo are gonna Rochambeau, Oops. If I if I am going last, I'm gonna introduce the band, and we're gonna get the hell out of the way." And enjoy the night, like and and they were like, oh really? I'm like, look, this isn't supposed to be like close your curtains, block the windows out, like I want people to just show up and have a good time. If it means a band is loading in to play after us, even better. Hopefully they bring people too and they show up early for a comedy show. That's just the vibe I'm putting out. And they're like, bet run it. So now we're doing Friday the thirteenth in Turlock, on our way to the Laughing Stock on the fourteenth in Bakersfield, and then we got to come back home. Cause I got to get ready to do probably one of the biggest shows of the year. Probably one of the biggest shows of my career so far. Um, I mean, add it to the list. I've done some major venues already within this, just five and a half years that I've been doing this, but add this, add this one to the resume. I mean, the lounge at the end of the universe, I found out today there's only two female owned comedy clubs in the entire country. And this is one of them lounge at the end of the universe in Boise I'm stoked I hope a bunch of girls are there <laughs> I'm stoked uh, and then I have to be home for the holidays because if it's anything like last year we're gonna be snowed the F in and it's gonna be cozy movies all day alone all all day and night that um I mean literally It takes forever to get a snowplow around here, man. What do you got to do? What do you got to do? You know what I mean? End up like Jeremy Renner and just end up getting your own and then running yourself over. But what do you got to really do to get some attention? Like when it snows, come on. You live in an area where this happens all the time. Why don't you have snowplow trucks on every corner just waiting? When, When the snow starts falling, go, okay, you're on the clock. Go sit out there and when it gets too thick for people to drive through, start moving the snow out of the way. That would be a smart thing to do. Maybe I should run for mayor. <clears throat> I should run for mayor. For sure. I don't know if I'm too old though. Don't you have to be like at a certain age for people to really care about you going into politics? Like I think after a certain age if you get into politics, people are like, "Ah, oh, this fool is money hungry." <laughs> oh hell no this fool is just out for the money grab he's out to get sponsors and then never win anything and then be like oh well thanks for thinking of me now i'm gonna go out on my yacht i'm gonna go out on my yacht (laughs) um i feel like there was one more other thing that i wanted to talk about I mean, I really, really, really want to talk about the interaction that I had with a really, really small person. Not, a, not like a midget or like a dwarf or anything, but just a normal human who just so happens to be just really short and stubby. I really wanted to talk about the interaction that I had, but I was advised by my lawyer that that's probably not a good idea, especially if eyes are on me so much, you probably don't want to blow this bridge out of the fucking water so early so i decided against that and now i was just kind of like oh i mean we decided that we're not doing oj until football season's over because that shit was annoying that guy bothers me so much and it shouldn't you know being like being bothered by things you can't control shouldn't be a thing that shouldn't be anything anyone has to do and it took me a long time, probably 16 weeks of anger management to get over that hump. I would say 16 weeks of anger management really taught me that, hey, chill out. You're going to be okay. And if you're not okay, write it out, baby. Write it out. If you don't think things are going to be okay, just take a breath and just understand things are going to be okay. And if things don't end up okay, like often... Write it out, baby. Maybe do some drugs. Maybe, um, I don't know, do something spontaneous, like go buy a firearm. You know? Do something you've never done before. Do something crazy, you know? Like go to, uh, there's a place out here, I don't remember what it's called, like Sky's the Limit or something, where just a bunch of kids go to, and it's like an indoor trampoline place, right? So there's adults there too. This isn't like a pedo situation. But I mean... If things don't end up okay in life, just always know that that place exists, probably in every major city. I would assume that's like a chain, but that place exists for you to have potential to go ruin a kid's day. I'm just saying, I'm just saying you could, you too could be just like me. Was that inspirational enough? I felt like that was pretty good off the top. Like I felt like that was pretty damn good to inspire people. That's what I'm out here to do. I'm out here to inspire people. And, um, what's that other word I was thinking of perspire. I'm out here to perspire too. I think that means sweat. If I'm not so stoned. <laughs> Oh my God. I need to really slow down on weed because I have been having the, not the worst time on it, but I've been doing the worst things to me, to me. This isn't like I'm committing crimes and I'm out like, you know, driving while intoxicated because that's not a thing. I've never, um, done that, that I'm willing to admit to You'll never hear me admit to that type of crime. I'm not saying that I've never done it. I'm just saying, you'll never hear me admit to it, but I have been watching these Tubi originals, and I ended up going off the rails in Chico when me and Mo did Chico. Um, I always say me and Mo, because it just sounds better than Mo and I. You know what I mean? Sometimes proper English doesn't sound proper, and that might have been the neighborhood I was raised in, but it doesn't feel right to say Mo and I, because people are like, what is it? I'm like, oh, Mo and myself. I think that's the proper one. Mo and myself. That doesn't sound right either. So me and Mo did Chico, right? And I had nothing, well, I mean, I had, I had stuff planned that I wanted to say. I mean, obviously I got filled 30 minutes, but I ended up doing 40 because I still tried to crank out some of my favorite jokes, my favorite new ones out of this 30. I I also found out talking to Mo and thinking, because what we've been doing is after shows, we've just been drilling the show down. Like, we've just been breaking it down from top to bottom. Like, what happened before we even walked in the venue? Mo almost got hit by a car. And I don't think they were Asian. (laughs) I think it was a white guy that saw someone that he doesn't see around in his neighborhood and like gunned it towards Mo. I had my back turned towards him. I didn't even see it. I was trying to get out of the sun. I'm that guy. When I get out of the car and there's sun out, just find shade and you'll find me in it. If you're like, where the fuck did Lou go? Just find the shade. And you'll be like, Oh, there he is. He's over there. He's waiting. He's waiting in the shade comfortably while you guys do whatever you're doing in the sun. I don't know why the sun is so much fun for all you, but we've been breaking down these shows after the show and I came to the realization after, you know, talking out like, oh, I did like eight minutes of new shark material, like these to be shark movies. Oh, I didn't get to do this joke. Oh, I didn't get to do that joke. And then I start adding up the jokes that I didn't do. And then I, I, I separate the shark bit because I was brand new. Who knows if it's going to stay or not. So it was just off the top, off the whim, had to start saying things into a microphone and get it out. And I, I. I was told like, oh yeah, dude, that went over well. And then I looked back at the footage and I was like, okay, it did go over well. So that might, you know, I have to work it out and make it definitely smaller or longer. I don't know yet, but taking that out of the set that I had planned and then just adding in the jokes that I remember I didn't do and the jokes that I have for this 30, I'm at like 45. I'm like, I'm so upset with myself. I am literally to the point where I'm just like, why can't I just tighten up just all these jokes that I want to do, get them all in to the time amount that I want it in. Why can't the hell I do this? Like why? It's so baffling to me and I figured it out. When I get up on a microphone, anything can happen. Literally, I forget that every single time that I step foot on any stage Anything can happen, and usually when I'm up on stage, because I feel like I'm more like just little bit Daisy, like I'm gonna fuck around and talk to you guys a little bit, and then also have a joke, and then time goes by, and you're like, I did three jokes in like ten minutes of crowd work. Okay, I guess I'll work on these jokes next time. Like, I get upset with myself that I can't write these jokes and go. Blah 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 to myself with the timer and go boom thirty minutes and all of it just hits like <laughs> why ah but that's the fuel you know as a comedian that's the fuel that you use and the fuel really that we don't, that it's the only fuel we have guys <laughs> it's all we got is just writing and making sure that we're still funny and then trying to tighten it up as fucking tight as possible like some fucking Asian poontang just nice and tight and sideways like just well not sideways but. You know, and it's uh it's it's fucking hard, man. Just getting it took me four and a half years to get forty-five minutes. And then through those four and a half years, I got better at just being better at this, not saying I'm the best, I'm not saying I'm the greatest. I'm just saying my personal self, me as Lewis C, the stand up comic. Has gotten better at just all of it, like the the stage presence, the pre, pre, like just like I have so many things going through my brain now that I it's all coming out at once, like the stage presence, the timing, the punchlines, the writing, you know, the demeanor. The on off stage demeanor inside venues, the better at marketing for bigger venues, the I'm getting better in front of bigger crowds. I mean, I don't know, it's still so hard. <laughs> it's still so hard, guys. Uh, it like I know that I could probably write a new 30 every year for like ever and i could do a lot more than that in a year because i got up to 40 and the year's not even over yet so like every 8 months i could probably write a new hour now i'm stuck in a situation where do i even want to do that do i want to be do i want to be that person that just has a Rolodex of material and some of it is fucking bland and worn out and some of it is new and fresh and some of it's not quite there yet and some of it's and some of it's oh but this I need to do like that sounds stressful I think what I really want to do in my heart of hearts is just have like my material but not always do it like, just have it as an option to do. And I think I really want to get out there, really start getting out there and just getting more personal with the crowd and just talking to them. Whoever wants to talk to me. not doesn't have to be front row, so don't be scared to sit up front row. I'm not going to pick you. I often talk to the back of the room because I know what they're doing. I know you're trying to sit back there and and I see it. You think this is a fucking television show. Or I can't see you when I'm on stage. Like you can turn the knob down and I I go mute. Nope. I see you in the eyes, in the back, talking. I get louder so you can hear me. That's my, you know, that's how I roll, basically. But it's hard. I mean, sometimes rooms are hard too. And you're like, what the hell? I did this joke last night. And it crushed. Like, I never say that. But when you get that big pop, and you don't have any choice but to take a laugh break because it's just like, wow. Just, you hear it. So you know that joke is working. And then literally the next night in a different city, you do that same bit the same way you did it 24 hours ago. Exactly. Because that's how you know it works. And the crowd's like, uh Oh, uh uh-huh. You know, it's hard. It's really hard because you're like, wait a second, is that a good joke or not? And then you take it to a different city. You try to mix it up a little bit and you're like, take this part out or add this part in or do this little thing with it. And then it like works and you're like, okay, maybe that's how I was supposed to do it last night. And then you do the next night and you try to do it the same way you did it. And they're like, huh, okay, we get it. Yeah. It's like, okay, fuck, back to square one. And you do it the next night, back to square one, and it crushes. And you're like, which one is it? (laughs) It's so hard, man. If you're trying to be a stand-up comedian, you're listening to this, and you're like, man, how do I get to do that stuff? That looks like he's having a blast. Here's my advice to you. Don't. Don't. Because only a very, very small percentage of people doing what I'm doing make it. And the people that are doing what I'm doing are stressing the hell out over it. So, do you want that? Do you want to be a comedian and go and take it, make a jokey joke and laugh and, ha, 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 you to travel. Do you, though? Know? I don't even remember asking for this. I just remember it snowballing into something I can't control now and now. Now, you know, <laughs> having the time of my life, guys. I really am, too. I'll be in Vegas at the end of the month, okay? I think. We're gonna miss a podcast because I have a lot coming up the week before. I mean, me me and Mo are going to a concert. I have a real quick, uh, out of town—not even out of state, just out of town—thing. I have to do one like I like. I got it, and then I gotta get ready and go to Vegas, uh, and then San Diego, back to Vegas, and then back home. So we're probably gonna miss a week. I'm hoping there's enough in this episode to keep you guys occupied, but the people have spoken the people have spoken to me personally the people have spoken to the uh dms and i unlocked the entire catalog on spotify for you guys that way if you do get bored ever just start over and just get into everything that you've missed so the people have spoken spotify is unlocked there's the people um, my movies plus still has the promo code. If you guys want to check this streaming service out, I mean I'm not even trying to push it for you to go watch my special. I mean, I'm gonna hear how about this? How about I give you the code Lewis C, all one word, L-O-U-I-S-C, and go get my movies plus and don't even watch my special. How about that? How's that for a deal? Don't even go watch the special. Just check this, check this out, you know, because I I'm new to it. I'm a part of their new family now. They picked me up, they contracted me up, and basically, I'm a part of a streaming service that could potentially take off with you guys, obviously, you know, checking it out too. You guys have to check it out too. But use that promo code because I think I can get you down to around like 15, 16 bucks for the entire year. That's not a month. You could do a one time buy and then, like, literally get rid of your card. Like get one of those burner cards, put 20 bucks on it, or, you know, do the math and see what the checkout actually says after using the code and then get a burner card, put that amount on it, pay for my movies plus chop that card in half. And in a year, you're going to get a notification saying, do you want to renew? And if you liked it enough, then yeah, hell yeah. Renew it's sixteen, seventeen bucks with my code for your first year and then it's only like 25 for every year after that. How much do you pay for Netflix? How hard is it to find something to watch? I'm not saying when you get My Movies Plus, you're gonna instantly find like a catalog that you're just falling in love with, and you're like, oh my god, why didn't I do this sooner? Maybe, but this is turning into an ad, huh? <laughs> it's not an ad, it's not an ad, but it is like a little plug, you know? Go check it out. I'm I did. And I haven't got a chance to scroll yet. All I do is I just hooked myself up and then I got busy and like, you know, when I have time to sit down and watch something, I'm probably going to remember to tune in and look through my movies plus. So if you want to check something new out, if you're tired of paying, like, you know, I'm not saying cancel your other subscriptions because what if this bombs for you and you're just like, oh no, 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 dude. I actually want money back from you personally. Uh, that's not going to happen, but I mean, keep your other subscriptions, but just do the math. How much is Netflix? You have Disney Plus? You're watching The Little Mermaid now? You paid for Disney Plus? We got HBO Max? You got, what, Encore, Showtime? Do you have ESPN Plus? Do you have Hulu? you have Prime that you're paying for? Do the math. And if you're not watching anything on those streaming services, why not check something else out? Seriously. Just switch it up a little bit, guys. You'll be all right. Um, give it up for my podcast guest. That's not really a podcast guest. Give you the small one since you're being a smart ass in the beginning of the show. And, uh, guys, come see me on tour, okay? It's not a tour. So, don't actually, don't come see me on tour because it's not a tour. Tour. Um, but come see me if you're listening. Vegas, 29th. 30th San Diego, back in Vegas, October 1st, October 13th, Friday the 13th. It should be a weird ass show. Turlock, um go go get tickets. All of these are on sale. There are go to my my at Lewis C Comedy Instagram or go to my Facebook or whatever you need to go to and like send a message and be like, how do I get in? And I will literally link you up. Don't even worry about it. Okay, it might take me a second because boys got a lot of DMs from a bunch of dudes um but um after turlock we have the laughing stock comedy club and bakersfield and then i have to get ready for the launch the end of the universe and then your boys home your boys home unless something happens and i gotta keep adding dates because that list got pretty long this year i mean this isn't like open mic shit you know i haven't been to a single open mic this year and your boys still got all that your boys still got all that And that's just me putting myself out there and working hard to be funny. And if you don't think I'm funny, I don't know what to tell you. Well, oh no, this is what I tell people. Uh, I I have to start remembering this too. If you don't think I'm funny, it's because I'm an acquired taste. Your palate's broken. That's what I'm going to start saying. You might hate that too, but that's what I'm going to start saying, guys. Um, Thanks for tuning into the show. I hope it was better. It's a little longer. It's longer, right? Fifty-five minutes, not bad. Or fifty whatever minutes, not bad. Um, and I will see you guys maybe with a roadcast Vegas, San Diego. Fr- I am. I-, I will choke a cousin if we can't podcast. I will choke one, and it's going to be one specific one. You can get choked if we don't podcast. You get to go into these six-inch pythons right here. Okay you get my elbows are sharp because i don't even think you see my elbows in how many years you better duck uh and then uh back in vegas and then we're gonna definitely roadcast for bakersfield and and probably turlock since we're gonna have to stay somewhere somewhere i don't know how that's gonna work yet but more roadcasts coming probably more i mean i'm definitely gonna get one in in vegas it'll be solo because all these other guys are are busy and there's like midnight comedy shows and i'm not trying to do that because uh, unless it like really works out, I'll go watch one, but I'm not trying to get up at midnight, like literally wait six hours from the last time I got up and then do it again. I'm gonna be so stoned and probably high on mushrooms. I'm not even gonna want to. Um, But uh, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Like, subscribe, follow the show. Spotify is unlocked. I don't want to hear it anymore. There was like 13 of you guys. Some I have never met before, but people have spoken. So people get people want. And There it is. Unlocked Spotify. I'm gonna fix YouTube. Okay, if you're trying to wait on YouTube and you're like, "Oh, I'm only a YouTube guy," it's it's gonna get fixed. Just hold out. Keep following the show, and um, I'll see you guys later. Okay, take care.